0: Another hope message from life. For more information about our church, visit lifeau.org. I don't know about you, but I love, love, love this time of year. But I also can get a little touch stressed at this time of year as well for everything that has to be done and the gifts that I still haven't bought. Who has bought their Christmas presents yet? Oh my gosh. I'd like to say I love you, but I do, but I'm, I'm very envious of you because every year I say I'm going to do it and it never happens. I'm always doing it at the last minute, but I'm grateful for daughter-in-laws because I get my family. I don't like to buy gifts that I think people are not going to want or not going to use, and I'm not very good at knowing what my own family likes because they're all fussy, so... I get a list sent to me, much to Pastor Paul's disgust, a list and I tick off what I can buy from a list. So they kind of don't know what they're getting, but they kind of do. And anyway, the daughter-in-laws are amazing because they not only just send the list, they send, if it's online, where to get it, with a photo, how much it costs. (laughs) It's awesome. I'm so glad. They're very, very helpful, but we can all, if we're not careful, lose perspective of what Christmas is all about and the power and the purpose and the wonder behind the Christmas story and the reality of this incredible gift that we have been given in Jesus. And you, we have been given the, the greatest gift of all that will out, not outlast us. It'll keep going. It's a gift that will last forever. It will outlast our time, I should say. C.S. Lewis says, Once in a world, a stable had something in it that was bigger than our whole world. A great perspective to us all this morning. He is bigger than our whole world. He is the gift that keeps on giving. It's so easy if we're not quite careful to get caught up in the wrapping and misplace the gift. I know when our children were younger, Paul went away quite a lot. These days I get to go more with him. But when the children were younger and the first thing they would want when Paul come back wasn't, oh, I really was trying to, you missed daddy, let daddy know you missed him. But the first thing they would say is, did you buy me a present? (laughs) And they have passed that anointing on now to our grandchildren because they do that to us. It's not, hi, Mimi and Papa, it's like, did you buy me a present? Which which is fun, kind of. (laughs) I love to give gifts. It's one of my love languages is giving gifts. I love seeing people open them, especially the kids, and the excitement on their face. But I must admit, I do love when they like our presence more than the presence, Paul and I actually being there. And there's a story in John about where Jesus was in the presence of the woman at the well, there was a woman at the well who was uh, going about her own business and Jesus came and asked her for a drink. She'd been married five times, this woman. She was living with another man at the time and she was standing right in the presence of Jesus. He was right there in her now, yet she didn't recognise who he was. He was not only present, but he was offering her the gift of, of living water. He offers each and every one of us in this room that same gift today. He has offered us and continues to offer us living water. In the moment of being in his presence, everything in that woman's life radically changed. He said, I've got a gift for you that doesn't have a use-by date. This is living water that will quench your longing. Obviously, this woman, having been married five times, living with another man, was still longing inside. She still hadn't found what she was searching for. And Jesus said, I can give you living water that will quench the very thirst in your soul. And as she received him, she couldn't help but go out into her community and all the people around her to tell them, About this incredible man that she had just met that was not like any other man she had known before. Because the thing is, when our natural world collides with this supernatural presence of Jesus, nothing is ever the same again. Nothing else will compare. I remember the very first time I encountered Jesus and Stood in his presence, tangibly feeling his presence for the very first time. It literally was life-altering. My whole life did a 360 change. I've never been the same again. John 4, 8 to 14 is the account of that Samaritan woman. And she too testifies to being in that presence that changed her life forever. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water... And Jesus said to her, give me a drink of water. Surprised, she said, why would a Jewish man ask a Samaritan woman for a drink of water? And Jesus replied, if only you knew who I am and the gift that God wants to give you. You'd ask me for a drink and I would give to you living water. The woman replied, but sir, you don't even have a bucket and this well is very deep. So where do you find this living water? Do you really think you are greater than our ancestor Jacob who dug this well and drank from it himself along with his children and livestock? And Jesus answered, if you drink from Jacob's well, you'll be thirsty again and again, which she had experienced in her relationships. But if anyone drinks the living water I give them, they will never thirst again and will be forever satisfied. For when you drink the water I give you, it becomes a gushing fountain of the Holy Spirit springing up and flooding you with endless life. I love that. Jesus stood before the woman and she, he said, If only you knew who I am and the gift that God wants to give you. You would have gushing Fountains of endless life. I think the question is presented to us today from Jesus if he was in the room today, and his presence is in the room today. But if you only knew, you wouldn't be so anxious, you wouldn't be so worried, you wouldn't be so caught up if you only knew the gift that is standing right before you. Because he is the gift that keeps on giving. Cory Ten Boom says, "We can add, what who can add to Christmas?" The perfect motive is that God so loved the world. The perfect gift is that he gave his only son. The only requirement is to believe in him. And the reward of faith is that sh- you shall have everlasting life. I wonder how many times in our day to day in our walking out our journey in life, we have missed seeing. We have missed recognising. We have missed acknowledging. We've missed unwrapping the gift that is right before us now. Not out there somewhere, but here now. Maybe we've taken the gift and just put it on the shelf. Maybe you're here today and you've never experienced what it is to even receive the gift. I remember as a teenager, for those of you that know my testimony, my dad died when I was a 10-year-old girl and then my mum remarried when I was 14 and she moved away about a 10-hour bus ride away from where I was living. And one Christmas, um, the first Christmas after she got married, my brother and I went on a bus trip to go and visit her and her husband. It wasn't a very uh, happy story in our in our home, so a lot of water had gone under the bridge, but we decided that we wanted to go and, and be part of her life for Christmas, and um, I remember buying a gift for my mum and, a, and her husband, and it was a big deal for me to do that, and just to put aside differences that we had, got on the bus, went for 10 hours ride, got there, and I gave my mum the gift, and then shortly after her husband had walked in and I gave him the gift to which he just put on top of the fridge. And several days later, after I left, the gift was still on the fridge unopened. And I remember leaving. It was uh, not a very happy Christmas, I must say. But I do remember feeling just so stink and feeling so unappreciated. And in fact, my mother had moved away to a country town pub. They bought a pub only to discover my her new husband had a drinking problem so it wasn't a good situation and it wasn't a happy Christmas because he took off and there was a, a man in the hotel that was a patron there who invited us I'd never met before. So we had Christmas dinner that year with a complete stranger who was very kind to bring us into his home. But <clears throat> I remember just feeling on the way back home so unappreciated and it got me thinking when I was preparing this message You know, the gift that Jesus offers is Himself. He offers in our everyday the fountain of endless life. He went to great lengths to give us that gift. And I'm sure at times He feels saddened, probably more saddened than I did that day, that Christmas, when we don't appreciate or acknowledge or embrace the advantage of the gift that He has given us in Himself. The gift of relationship that He desires. with us. I'm sure at times he may have felt left on the shelf from us as well, in the busyness of our life, in the distractions of our life, for whatever reason, we may have taken the gift, but just had it on the shelf. Psalm 42, 1 in the Passion says, I long to drink of you, O God, drinking deeply from the streams of pleasure flowing from your presence. My longings overwhelm me for more of you. In our daily lives today, our natural realities, which each and every one of us in this room today are facing different natural human realities, have we acknowledged his presence? Because no matter what we're going through, he is there right before you, offering you living water. Water in your deepest despair, in your highest high, whatever it is, he's there saying, I've got living water to refresh your soul. His gift was his personal presence. God in our now. Not a God out there, if you're out there somewhere, which many prayers have been prayed. I know before I had a personal relationship with Jesus I would pray that prayer. I'd go and sit in a church and any church in any neighbourhood and just sit up the back and just pray to some God out there. If you're out there, God, somewhere, he's not that kind of God. He's a God that is present in our now. And I pray that we don't allow the circumstances of life allow us to lose sight of his presence right here, right now in front of us. He's the gift that keeps on giving. The incredible incredible gift from our Father is His Son, the Savior of the world. 2 Corinthians 9:15 in the Passion says, Praise God for his astonishing gift, which is far too great for words. John 3:16, which I'm sure most in the room would be familiar with here today, it's from the Passion again. For this is how much God loved the world. He gave his one and only unique son as a gift. So now everyone who believes in him will never perish but experience everlasting life. We have been given the most extravagant gift of all time. A gift that doesn't have a use-by date. A gift that never runs out. A gift that will always satisfy. And a gift that is literally life-changing, eternally life-changing. For our first wedding anniversary, I have a very fond memory of Pastor Paul was uh, working as a salesman at the time. I had no idea he was going to be a pastor, um, but praise God. (laughs) Anyway, he was working as a salesman and he had saved up, unbeknown to me throughout the year, to buy me they were in fashion at the time, a little short-waisted fur rabbit coat. Yes, they were very hip back then. Anyway, he saved up and surprised me with his fur coat and took me out to a nice dinner. And I still have that coat in my cupboard 37 years later. And I don't dare wear it today because it's not kosher. I would get letters from all the animal (laughs) activists, I'm sure. But it was an extravagantly... Costly gift to him, not only in money but in love. And that's why I have kept that coat in my cupboard because there was a lot of love attached to it. Do we really appreciate today how costly that gift of Jesus is? The extravagant love that is attached to it, the incredible depth of grace that is given within it. And the richness of life that is contained in that gift of Jesus. Hebrews 1:3 says, "The sun is the dazzling radiance of God's splendor, the exact expression of God's true nature, His mirror image. He holds the universe together and expands it by the mighty power of His spoken word. He accomplished for us the complete cleansing of sins. And then took his seat on the highest throne at the right hand of the Majestic One. I love that. The perfect love and power of the Father has been revealed to us in the Son. It's a perfect and complete gift. And a beautiful reflection of the One who gave it. That's why we can't help but sing like the song we sang this morning. In adoration, we can't help but give him praise. We can't help but say, you're worthy God. You're majestic God. You are Emmanuel. You are God with us. When the three wise men came into his presence, and I pray that we will always be a people that don't take for granted this gift. When they came into the presence of Jesus, they fell to the ground. It says in Matthew two, 2 eleven. And worshiped at his feet. Let's never forget when we walk out of church on Sunday and we've been in this presence to take the time to be in his presence in our private place and worship. Allow it to bring us to our knees and remember just how holy he is. Holy means to be exalted or worthy of complete devotion as one perfect in goodness. And righteousness, that's who he is. know, when I was a young girl, I grew up knowing there was a God. I knew there, there was a God that I should fear. I also was taught to confess my sins to a priest and that hopefully he would be able to pray on my behalf and help me get to heaven. I was taught what was called religious instruction. But that's all it was. It was instruction. It wasn't revelation. It wasn't a personal encounter with Jesus. I wasn't told or taught that God had given me an open door to him through Jesus Christ and that I could have a personal relationship. To me, he was just a baby in a manger. There was a God somewhere out there, but I didn't know him. I didn't have a relationship with him. It wasn't until later in my when I turned 18 and I was introduced through somebody taking me to church... This person, Jesus, that I could actually invite to come into my world and live my life with. It wasn't just going through all the hoops from somebody else, getting someone else to pray on my behalf, but I could actually accept him for myself, surrender to him, and that changed everything about my life. He is a life giver. If you haven't experienced that today... I can concur with you. He is a life giver. He changes who we are from the inside out. Just like the woman at the world experienced him to be, I also and many in this room have experienced him to be. And from the moment that I accepted the gift and unwrapped that gift and embraced that gift, it radically changed my life and continues to today the question I often ask myself along the way to keep a check and I'm asking all of us today, does the world see the evidence through my life, through your life of this incredible gift that you've been given? Would they see something different that reflects the gift of the son and the power of the gift that you have been given? And I just pray again that we never take that gift for granted and allow the busyness Or the circumstances of life to overshadow the great gift that we have in Jesus. Psalm 6410 says, The lovers of God will be glad, rejoicing in the Lord. They will be found in His glorious wraparound presence, singing songs of praise to God. Psalm 211, Serve and worship the awe-inspiring God. Recognise His greatness and bow before Him. Trembling with reverence in his presence. Psalm 63, 5. I'm reading a lot of scripture, but there's power in the word of God. I overflow with praise when I come before you. For the anointing of your presence satisfies me like nothing else. You are such a rich banquet of pleasure to my soul. I love that. Jesus is our gift from God. He's the gift. That keeps on giving. The gift from the Son is His person, His personal presence here on earth. Jesus chose to come willingly to earth so that He could walk our journey, so that He could walk our humanity, so that He could relate to us and not just presence Himself before us, but identify with every single situation. That we walk through in life. He presents himself as a man, but he also offers us the gift of his life to overcome every situation that we face. He offers us a life giving exchange. Pretty good deal, don't you think, church? That we get to exchange our life and have a brand new life in Jesus. I remember as a young girl. Lying on my bed thinking, I wish I could live my life all over again. And Jesus gives each and every one of us that opportunity, that great exchange. Psalm sixteen eight says, Because you are close to me and always available, my confidence will never be shaken. For I experience your wraparound presence every moment. You may be feeling lonely in this place today, but can I encourage you, you are not alone. Jesus is here now. His presence is available to each and every one. You never, ever need to be lonely. You can experience his presence here and now. You know, there have been definitely many times along my journey where I have tangibly felt the presence of God. And I just want to say just because you don't have the feeling all the time doesn't mean he's not here. Sometimes I think we base way too much of our Christianity around feelings, but there definitely have been times where I've tangibly felt his presence in my victories, in my weakness, in my heartache, in my struggle to let go of disappointment. I've felt his presence in my pain. I have felt his presence. There have been times where it's been as though he was standing or sitting right beside me, talking to me as an understanding, knowing friend. There have been times where I felt his arms wrapped around me like a, a father with a daughter, even though I haven't had my own father for since I was a 10-year-old girl. I've literally, tangibly felt his presence wrapped around me as a daddy, saying, I'm here. There have been times when I've felt... His firm yet loving encouragement or rebuke, always for my own good. Times where I've felt him right beside me, where he's gently let me know that he identifies with my struggle because he's walked the walk, but he loves me too much to leave me there and I need to surrender just like he had to surrender in his journey many, many times. The reality is, like I said, even when we don't feel it, there's a song we sing at church, even when I don't feel him, even when I don't see, he's always with us. He never stops, never stops working. Psalm 140, 13 in the Passion says, Your godly lovers will thank you no matter what happens, for they choose and cherish your presence above everything else. That's a great reminder if you're... In a hard place today. It's our choice to choose Him no matter what's going on around us. His presence is His gift to us and He's the gift that keeps on giving. The gift from the Father is His Son. The gift from the Son is His presence. And the gift from the Holy Spirit is His power. His power in every circumstance of life. He is present, like I said. You know, when Jesus left this earth, the disciples were perplexed. They were overwhelmed. They were full of fear and doubt. What's going to happen now? And Jesus said to them, don't worry because I'm going to send you a gift that doesn't have a use-by date. I'm going to send you a a gift that will give you the supernatural empowerment that you will need to overcome everything you face in life. In John 16, 7, in the Amplified, it says, But I tell you the truth, it's to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counsellor, the strengthener, the standby will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him, the Holy Spirit, to you to be in close fellowship with you. Acts 1.8 in the Amplified says, But you shall receive power, ability, efficiency and might when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Psalm 18.35 You empower me for victory with your wraparound presence. Your power within makes me strong to subdue. By stooping down in gentleness, you strengthened me and made me great love that the amazing gift that is given to each and every one of us ensures that we never need to do life alone. He is with us he empowers us he strengthens us he comforts us he is here he's here you know the religious instruction I talked about that I got as a child had no empowerment in my reality. When my father passed away, our whole family fell apart. All sorts of things went wrong because it was at that stage in my life, God was, God, I hope you're out there. If you hear me, God, if you're out there somewhere, rather than what I know today because of personal relationship, I pray now I know you're there and I surrender to you because in my weakness, 2 Corinthians 12, 9, you are are strong. And I trust you, God, and entrust my life to you. To be honest, there's so much of my life, most of my life, as a Christian, I could not have done without the empowerment of his personal presence. There are many times in my natural ability where I've cried out and said, God, I can't. And God has Echoed back to me, I know, but I can. Watch me work through you because I am here with you. Trust me. In almost 42 years of being a Christian and praying, believing for others as a pastor, I have witnessed his power firsthand at work. From salvation to physical and emotional healing and more in between in radical salvations of people in my own life, in bodies being healed, in supernatural strength given to those that are grieving or those that have faced situations and circumstances and disappointments that they didn't expect in life, from restoration of relationships, from provision, and I could go on and on and on. I have witnessed the power of the Holy Spirit working on our behalf. Romans fifteen thirteen in the Amplifiers says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in his promises. Ephesians 1, 20 says, I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power Made available to you through faith, not through someone else. You can access yourself. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realms. He is the power. In our present. The same supernatural power that raised Christ Jesus from the dead lives in you and I, is here today to do supernatural over and above all we could ever hope or expect or do in our own strength. He's the gift that keeps on giving. And I want to encourage each and every one of us. In this room today, no matter where you're at, no matter what your circumstances, he's with you, he is for you, and he's gone before you, he's on your side. And just as the team come and join me, I want to pray Psalm 23 over us today and just take the time to, maybe we need some realignment today of losing perspective, we all can do that. Lose perspective of this incredible gift that's been given to us. But Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me. Mm, Gets me every time in his luxurious love. His tracks take me on an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where He restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along His footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honour to His name. Lord, even when your path Takes me through the valley of deepest darkness. Fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast, even when my enemies dare to fight. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterwards, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. You're the gift that keeps on giving. Maybe today, for some, you just need to be reminded of the costly, extravagant love that has been extended to each and every one of you. And in the busyness of life, like all of us, we can get caught off, lose perspective, take for granted, and non- unknowingly, without realising you haven't identified who He is right in front of you today. Maybe for others it's acknowledging of His presence even when you don't feel or see Him. You've allowed doubt to creep in and maybe lost a bit of perspective. You need to know He's still with you. He hasn't left you. And He's waiting to fill you with fresh, living water in your current reality this morning.